apartment and thought the face badly put together, not well balanced. Can't help it. Got to live with it. Hair needs cutting too. He turned back to the table, which gave him especial pleasure. Good, big, solid table. Nice and smooth. Good height. It was varnished a particular shade of yellow ochre that was somehow familiar, and as he stared he knew why. Convents varnished their furniture that colour. Now why should jails and convents share a liking for exactly that rather hideous shade? Perhaps because it did look clean and bright, and neither jails nor convents are very attached to beauty, not their job. The table was a good one anyway, and that gave him pleasure. Not important, but perhaps it would become important. The wood was hard, and the legs solid and level. There was room for everything. One could work at this table, if one had paper and a pen. He put a folded blanket on his chair, sat at the table, and started rolling a cigarette. Half zwar shag. He was getting quite to like it. Elsa was dead. He had thought it all over many times in the two weeks that he had sat locked up. It was, in a way, a good thing, since Elsa living was a constant menace to him. The more ridiculous that Elsa dead should also be a menace. Typical of her, certainly. It ought not to affect him, except to content him that the one thing that had ever come between Sophia and himself was now gone. But it was affecting him, forcibly. The police were not in the least concerned that he had neither killed Elsa nor ever had such an idea. They had found her killed, and it was their job to find somebody who had probably killed her. He had been sitting there staring at them. Elsa dead meant to them, find somebody to answer for it. It didn't worry them that they had no proof. They reasoned that the truth would show itself under gentle but steady ceaseless prodding, which they were good at. A chess problem, no more. White to move and mate in three. They probably didn't believe that he really had killed her. He was going to supply what they needed, a reasonable solution to a criminal problem. To them it was only a problem, and he was just part of it. He was sorry that he could not feel sorry for Elsa's death, He felt sorry for the anxiety and strain for Sophia, but she was his wife. One thing Elsa had never been. She would have enjoyed his being in a hole, and Sophia anxious. She liked him tense and strained, and she had detested Sophia, but simply for the pleasure of pestering him and causing Sophia pain, she would hardly have gone so far. Not so far as to put four pistol bullets into her own stomach. Otherwise, he would not for a moment have put it past her to arrange this to look like him. She blossomed on dramas and scenes, loved upheavals, denouncements, tremendous rages, weeping reconciliations. That kind of thing was her daily bread and butter. She would be capable of a most intricate and careful scheme just to get him embroiled with his own wife. She had never forgiven Sophia, nor had Sophia ever forgiven her. When it came to murder, Sophia had a lot stronger motives than he had. Had she done it herself? 
Could it be possible? Suppose she had an incurable disease, leukaemia or so, revenge suicide like dear old Rebecca. Whatever had happened, she had succeeded in interfering drastically with his life, even after all these years. She had seriously damaged his career, nearly wrecked his marriage, and now she'd got him in jail, and he had a good chance of staying there a lifetime. He had loved her once. She had illuminated his life for many years. She had been his friend, and she was part of his life, as the past is always part of the present. Influencing decision, colouring opinion. L'ombre de la jeune fille en fleur. Life should still have Elsa in it, and without his hating her. He had only hated her a few months. He had despised her, pitied her, spat.